Hi, it's Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. Cover it all. And I did that from memory, so if that's wrong, I was gonna everyone say. can suck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suck it. Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Hmm. Chardonnay. Sing more while I drink. I like it. Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want wine in my nose. Stop. Mm. Wine nose. <laughs> Sounds like wine nose. <laughs> I like Flower that. where that came from? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so smart. But it's smart. Oh wow. <laughs> I have news today. Do you have news? Hadlu. Fantastic. I'm gonna go first. Ha ha, suck it. Do it. Okay. What did you say? Suck it. Damn it. I was gonna do my news on the military and the UFO sightings and their investigations into that. However, that's been discussed for years. I feel like it's been out for years and they're actively investigating UFO sightings. Liana's over it. (laughs) What I gleaned from that is that the pilots are like yeah, basically these crafts could stop on a dime, which is the most dangerous part. They can hover, they can turn, but but we're here to just report, not speculate. And I'm like, uh, just say it's a fucking UFO. Yeah, they've signed some NDA or I know. something. They can't. They'll, whatever. The government will murder their family. So Until they like leave the military. They can't talk about it. Even then. But uh, so instead of that. I'm going to talk about some crap that happened on this Memorial Day. Um, For those of you not in the United States, this past Sunday was Memorial Day, which is in honor of our fallen uh, military folks. So anyway, this news is about how there was a big party on Virginia Beach um, following a Memorial Day weekend event. And there was 10 tons of trash left on the beach. Which equals two twenty thousand pounds. Shame. Big shame. Wait, really? From just this just event? Just this event. So it was called Flotopia. Ugh. A massive start of the par- start of summer party at Chicks Beach drew hundreds of people Sunday for a day of drinking and lounging in the Chesapeake Bay. A crew of only nine people arrived Monday morning to clean up the mess. <laughs> Removing 10 tons of garbage by about 9.15 a.m. There was food wrappers, cans, bottles, pieces of floats, so like those giant floaty things, towels, and everything. It almost looked like they saw a tornado coming and everybody just got up and ran for safety and left everything there. It looks disgusting. Like, I'm just very How did they even bring that much in with them? You know what I mean? Like, that's so much. Where? Virginia Beach? Virginia Beach. Like, something that happens every year? Mm Mm-hmm. It was just like a big, almost like a big festival float party. like Havasu? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, Gross. So, it's just, I'm going to brighten up my phone and show you. It seriously looks like a tornado blew through, but this was... I hate these people. Some, let me get this closer. Tilt it. Uh, Tilt the other way. I don't know. Hold on. It's fine. It's just a bunch of plastic bottles, a bunch of crap, like, everywhere... That's awful. I can't even imagine a scenario where, like, I don't leave trash. I pick up other people. Actually, speaking of trash this morning, freaking went out to the, the driveway mm-hmm. in our garbage day because whatever. 
it's actually supposed to be like Monday, but I think the holiday, holiday yeah. messed it up. So, and like our trash was like part of our trash was like everywhere around our trash can. Oh. I was like, what the hell? And we've been having like a trash gate lately where like the recycling people don't like us for some reason what? and they're not taking our, they're taking our recycling. So Oof. I was like, oh my God, did they like do something to like our trash can out. now our trash is on the ground and um i started picking it up because i was like i don't want it to blow away i'm not gonna just leave our trash yeah, on the ground you're not a garbage person right and then i was like who did this and then i looked two houses down there's two big ass crows that are going through our neighbor's <laughs> trash i'm like god damn it god damn it birds so it <laughs> what are you wasn't people I was going to no, say, I, are you sure it's not raccoons? Because I've seen no. some raccoons tear it up. Oh, I love a good raccoon. I know they're so cute. Little <laughs> trash pandas. I love them. Yeah, I know. It was crow one and two. Jerks. Little bastards. I dig them though. They're okay. I'm a little surprised though because we had bread that was on the ground. I'm like, y'all left the bread. Maybe bread they didn't want your stale ass bread. Or like, whatever, guys. They didn't want your vegan bread. They're like, ugh. <sighs> Because most bread's not vegan. It's not. <laughs> According most to me. It is. Well, do you consider... Like you get, like, what about like, bread. What about, like, live active yeast? Do you eat stuff with that in it? It's plant-based. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> anyway, people are shitty and they pull loot and leave their garbage everywhere. That's um, horrible. I hate them. I wish they could take it and dump it in their homes. We go to the beach and pick I up would. garbage. Like, if I see garbage, I'm going to pick it up. And I fill up my pockets, and it's disgusting, and my pockets are gross. But that's what you just you just go home and wash your sweatshirt. Yeah, take a, a bag with you. I know. I never remember. But that's what pockets are for, right? I mean, who no. cares? No. Trash pockets? <laughs> I don't care, man. I'll just go home and wash it. I have a washer and dryer. I wear too many leggings. I'm talking about sweatshirt, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's our gift. Stop trying to make here, excuses apparently. for not picking up garbage, you horrible I person. I picked up garbage. I just handed it to Bobby while I pick it up. Okay. <laughs> Hold my shit. <laughs> not even. Other people's shit. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, whatever. That's horrible. People are crappy. Ew, people need to remember that this is the only planet that we have. Even if it wasn't, don't be a lazy a-hole. I know. These flights Little of fancy of moving to Mars, garbage. Like, oh my god, there was a news article like a few days ago, like a baby whale, like a few months old, dead on the beach because it had like a buttload of garbage mm-hmm. in its tummy. It was madness, like half a ton or something. Cra- I don't know. I'm probably exaggerating. It was a lot of garbage though, mm-hmm. enough to kill her was like this is so upsetting i know and then you know when they go when they went to the bottom of the marianas trench and then all they found was garbage down there (laughs) like cool we've managed to pollute not only our skies but the deepest parts of our ocean godzilla's gonna eat us all new godzilla movie coming out dude i'm stoked i haven't seen the trailer yet i know people are like i heard it's really good i the trailer heart monsters so much i don't care about ghosts i don't care about aliens as much as i care about monsters I love monsters. Love them. I don't know how... Uh, King Kong. I never watched uh, Skull Island because I don't want to see Kong. I don't want to see him get hurt. Those... I can't watch those. I heard it was good fun because it's like period... Like, not period piece, but it's like a fun era. I love primates too much to um, watch those. I can't watch something. But Godzilla, I don't care what anybody says. I am going to probably cry because I'm going to be so excited. Is it a sequel to the one? Uh-huh. The last one? Right? Okay, yeah. that's what I heard. 
Did Brian Cranston die in the first one? Yeah, in like the first five minutes, and everyone shit their pants because they were all like, "That was when Breaking Bad." Because that's in when the they height. travel to that like little Chernobyl place. Uh huh. It's okay. And then you're like, "Oh shit, Brian Cranston!" And then you're like, "Oh, uh, oh, he did." So one of the Olsen sisters in that too, not the twins, the other one, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch. I don't know, but I know that Eleven is in the newest one. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't really care. I'm there for the monsters. Yeah. I'm really there for the monsters. We still haven't finished season two. You haven't finished season two? No, I got bored. What? I know. Girl got bored. You actually really need to watch the rest of it because Sean and I are talking about being Steve and Dustin for Halloween. Who are they? You need to just watch it. And everybody that's listening knows what I'm talking about. And their bromance trumps all other bromances. It's the best mm. thing in the whole wide world. Yeah. I don't know. I was in it for Winona Ryder. Yeah. Please just, just watch it again. It. Please. <laughs> Please. I can't. Dude, have you seen the trailer for the new It? Yeah, it looks good. I like it. Ah. I like that old lady walking around naked. Oh, my God. I was watching that, and I was like, I need to talk to Erica about this. That scary. Naked lady running around. So creepy. Just like, I love when she like stopped fast talking. Forward, and... Like walking. I was yes. like, uh, uh. chop, 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 chop. <laughs> like, I love when she was talking, though, and then she just freezes. That made me laugh because I was like, oh, my God, I do that hourly. <laughs> I think I have to show it to Sean. He hasn't seen it yet because I start watching movie trailers and then I don't stop. Yeah, I understand. I, I like that Bill Hader's in it. That makes me happy. Oh, I know. I like There's him. a few people in it that I was kind of like, I like this. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like the choices that they made. Me too. I like uh, Jessica Chastain. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'll be good. When does that come out? Soon, I think. It's got to be summer. The summer's good for summer movies, movie. I think, or decent anyway. Sean and I still need to go see John Wick. Oh, I love it. It's so good. I need to. We have to go see John Wick. Like we it. have to see it. We have to see Godzilla. I want to see Aladdin. I want to see it. I don't think I'm, I'm going to see that in theaters. But I want to see it. I think I'm going to wait till it's available so that I can sit on my couch and I don't have to sit surrounded by children. <laughs> that's what's nice about the recliner chairs in our theater there's so much space in between you and the other person i know but then what happens is the theater fills up with younger people and then they talk the whole time and then i want to murder all of them oh. and then there will Gotta be- get that shame bell out <laughs> during like the quietest scene just wait till like everyone finally shuts the hell up and then you're just kind of like louder louder And then everybody can suck it. I agree. I agree. Oh, and yeah. then Hobbs and Shaw. Because <laughs> I yeah, know Sean's going to make me go see that. <laughs> He's not going to have to I make I saw me. the trailer for Ma. Mm. I kind of want to see it. It looks super campy and yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like how she's just straight up murdering <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I was like, oh my it's god. So I'm there for that movie. That one was written for myself. <laughs> And I like her. She's a crazy good actress. She so is. It's like, What's her name? Love her. God damn. Uh, Octavia Spencer. Okay. Right? Uh, I asked you. Pretty sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's Octavia. She's awesome. I'm excited. It looks crazy. <laughs> so this summer like is not a disappointment for people. movies. I'm excited. Yeah. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to watch the Godzilla trailer. I heard in LA the one of the arc lights has a big Godzilla on it. Oh. And there's like a blue light shining up at night and you can see it from everywhere. 
Dude, why don't um, I don't go anywhere? Supposed to look really cool. I don't go anywhere near downtown, and I guarantee it's near downtown. And I will, oh, I will sure. never see it because we'll that place is the devil. I heard it was Nito. I, I oh, can't, I can't yeah. convince myself to drive into that hell unless I have no other choice. I don't blame you. Well, Godzilla, you have no choice. Yeah, see there is a theater that is right up the hill from us that's removed from the general population, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like that, and it's got the recliners. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no reason to leave our our little section of town. (laughs) I don't blame you. I do not. What is your news, news? good lady? I've only read the headline, and I was in. Oh boy, guardian angel pigeon helps driver avoid speeding. (laughs) (laughs) I think I read this. (laughs) The picture of this pigeon is so majestic i can't describe it (laughs) um so this was in berlin police in western germany say divine intervention saved a speeding driver from getting a ticket after a pigeon photobombed a traffic enforcement camera at just the right moment Perhaps inspired by this week's Ascension Day National Christian Holiday, police said the Holy Ghost must have had a plan to help the driver. (laughs) Just as the radar clocked the driver at 54 kilometers, 33.5 miles per hour, in a 30-kilometer zone, and the camera flashed, the pigeon flew in front of the car, obscuring the face of the driver with its spread wings and thereby concealing the necessary evidence of who it was at the wheel. Police say that thanks to the feathered guardian angel, the driver was spared a $117 fine. Well, but should take it as a sign from above to slow down. Wait, 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 wait. One second. What was the speed limit and what... Do you see that vision? It is really majestic. It's it is like wild. the dorkiest little tiny european car with like this beautiful perfect snapshot of this little gorgeous little pidgey dove thing wait what was 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 54 kilometers an hour and he in a he was going 54 and it was a 30 30 kilometers an hour Mm -hmm, he was going 54 oh okay so he was like 24 over yeah okay that's okay boo lucky you buddy lucky you pigeon's like yeah bitch you owe me it's gonna like show up knocking on his door whatever <laughs> the guy that set up the camera was really just a secret bird watcher and he was like oh yeah he was a birder <laughs> a birder it's <laughs> a birder it's people look at birds uh... and they have their big year if they're birder enthusiasts and they spend a year and they try to photograph as many birds as possible to be the the best birder and beat the last record. I didn't know Birder was... Oh my god, Bobby and I want to do it. We want to have a big year. That's what they call it. A big year? <laughs> they call it a big year? <laughs> why am I just... Why am I just <laughs> There's a movie about it that's really cute. It's with Owen Wilson, Jack Black, and... uh, why <sighs> Steve Martin. What? And they're all birders, and they're all on the same journey, because you have to plan out your big year for when birds are in certain points of the world, so you can hit the most in a year, and photograph them, and see them, and mark it off your, like, list. And so they keep showing up at the same places, because they're, like, the best, two of them are the best of us. Jack Black's, like, a novice, but he's kind of hanging in there. And it's, like, (laughs) it's the cutest movie. I cannot recommend enough. What? 
what? Bobby and I saw it a few years back, and we were like, dude, we need to do this. We need to have a big year and take off everything we do in our lives oh that's responsible. God. And just go hunt, like, birds with our cameras. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't have words for you. I just don't. That's so random. <laughs> random that you know what this is, that you want to do it, and that you even had a movie to reference. That's just too much for me. I need to turn this podcast off. I need to go. You can't. Click. <laughs> Watch that movie. It's so good. I will consider you it. Like it. I'll see I what I am. You would really like it. I promise. Okay. It's really funny and cute. Okay. You'll want to be a birder. Well, I don't know about that. You will after. You will after. Maybe. Actually, why am I remembering Billy Zane in it, too? Is he in it? I don't know. <laughs> Zane Meister. He might be in it. That is so Jerry random. That is so random. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's talk about what we're here to talk about. Um, Billy Zane. Billy Zane, obviously. We show Billy Zane podcast. <laughs> Oh, last week we spun the wheel of spooky and we landed on Project Stargate. We were going to maybe talk about the movie as well, but Erica sucks and hasn't finished watching it yet, so she's the worst. So we'll talk about that maybe during our Patreon episode. I can't help it. It's a long movie. Is it really? It's two hours. It's two full hours. It's not just... I'm almost an hour into it, I bet. Okay. But uh, we may actually bring the husbands along for that ride because... We're dragging them through it, too, so mm-hmm. they have words. Sean was pissed when I told him that he might get to come talk about it. He was like, what? Ugh. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Not really so pissed. Just kind of like, oh. So if you join our Patreon for $5 a month, you can join us, and it would be amazing. Tier 2. We would totally give you a shout-out. Right mm-hmm. now, we only have one Patreon person. That person is Harrison. Thank you, Harrison. <laughs> Let us know if you've watched Target. <laughs> if you haven't, quickly watch it and then join yeah. us. <laughs> okay, we're talking about Project Stargate, which is not related to the movie at all. Project Stargate is actually a government experiment that was secret to the public up until pretty recently. So it was actually started back in the Cold War because um, there was like a ton of paranoia and nerves were tense, governments were desperate. And it was like this really weird time that coincided with this conscious awareness where like love and the psychedelic era and all this new mysticism, not new, but just mysticism was being reborn because it was kind of exciting in like the, the early 1900s, but then it was going to be reborn with psychedelics. And so the government created the Stargate program, which is a CIA-funded project that intended to cultivate psychic phenomena, or psi, for espionage purposes. So basically, they would hone psychic abilities of its members in order to pinpoint military targets for intelligence. So the government was spending, I think they pro- the program received $20 million to do this program. Which I thought was... Something speculated it's more and that that's just what they released. I'm sure there's more because there's too yeah. much black budget stuff that they will never mm-hmm. release. I think that they just released the whatever they did with the 20 million. That's probably just the initial 20 million that they found. Yeah. And then they that never... sounds so low. I know. I don't believe it. Yeah. So the project is now allegedly defunct, um, but its surviving members remain strong components of their work from the program's heyday. 
Um, in fact, several former members continue to pursue related work within the realm of parapsychology and other esoteric fields. So that I thought was kind of cool. Isn't there like another one that they just started like late 2008 or like seven or something? Mm. I feel like I read somewhere that like they've opened up something that's similar. I'm not sure. Well, there are other, there are, I don't know if there's government funded projects that are doing it now, but I know that there are a ton of like outside funded projects that are, that exist doing this stuff. Um, and one of those is actually the website that I sent you, <laughs> farsight.org. Love it. The whole website is dedicated to remote viewing. And that's basically what this is. It's remote viewing is just controlled, trainable um, mental processes that allow people to see what is going on. Like I'm here in LA and I'm going to see what is happening at Roswell, New Mexico at this very moment and see if there are aliens. And I will be able to describe the alien spaceship down to like the most minute detail. At least that's, mm -hmm. that's the dream. Supposedly certain remote viewers can do like future too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is pretty gnarly. <laughs> and that is actually a big part of this farsight.org because they actually do currency forecasting with Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and the other uh, <laughs> the other cryptocurrencies. Um, and then I'll, I'll talk more about that later because it's a very interesting website. I don't want to make fun of them, but parts of it are pretty silly to me. Oh, I'm very intrigued. I will tell you about it, but I'm not going to have you click on their, some of these links because it will scare you. No. I'm doing this because I care, okay? And nice to you. <laughs> um, before landing on Stargate, the program went by a number of other code names. So they, they had a bunch of different branches working on this, and they just kind of mushed them all together and created Stargate. But before, their code names were Grill Flame, Gondola Wish, Center Lane, Sunstreak, and then its original moniker was Scanate. They're so bad. Sunstreak was the only one I was like, oh, yeah. I like but the Grill rest? Flame. <laughs> Center Lane? Gondola Wish. <laughs> Don't all wishes come from gondolas? I mean, <laughs> I made my greatest wish on a gondola once. Same. Came true. More gondolas. We named our podcast incorrectly. Gondola wish should have been should have been it. A little shooting star going by. Pew. <laughs> so just to clarify remote viewing is the ability to acquire information about a distant or non-local place person or event without using your physical senses or having any prior knowledge um, remote viewing is different from natural psychic receptivity in that it is a trained skill that anyone can learn it is latent in us all so erica we gotta learn how to do this remote viewing shit i'm so into it i've read about it in the past and it's like when people are watching remote viewers like get into their jam like they just say that they like super duper meditate and they like have them all hooked up to monitors and stuff and like brain waves and like they do change like they look completely different than a regular person that's meditating. That's crazy. And weird. Well, it says that a trained remote viewer can identify specific details of a target irrespective to a distance with significant accuracy based solely on geographic coordinates. So if you're like, okay, Erica, I need you to focus on 32.35 longitude and blah, 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 latitude. And then you'd be like, bzz, 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 bzz. there's a man who's picking his nose and shoving it into his pocket. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those coordinates don't have to be earthly. They could be coordinates mm -hmm. on a distant planet, like the time the CIA remote viewed an ancient civilization on Mars, or when Ingo Swan, I'm sorry, that name Saturn's me. rings, right? Isn't that what he saw? I've legit read about this, and it's all coming back to me yeah, from months ago. He viewed the this rings cool. before they were even discovered by NASA. So, yep. And it was like in the future. I think he said it was like, like, Seven to ten years from now. Or it happened later. Yeah. Because they didn't have the capability to go there and see that. And then when they did, it was, like, eerily close to what he said. Yeah. And, I like, they years. didn't know that there were, um, I think, actually, he, I think he talked about Saturn's rings, but he saw, I think, like, rings on, like, Jupiter or something. You're right. And they were, like, they laughed at him. Like, you like, idiot. There's no rings on this. And, and then, then they find out later sent there are. some out there or whatever telescope i don't know what the hell they did but they found it and they were like uh here it is another incident involving ingo swan featured remote viewing session of jupiter at the same time as another remote viewer harold sherman mm -hmm. who was in a sensory deprivation tank several hundred miles away okay when the two men compared notes later they were shocked to discover that they had both seen the same major details identifying the great red spot and endless fields of crystals suspended amongst billowing clouds. So he basically described rings. Mm -hmm. It goes, there's way more detail into it, but I mean, he did. It's weird. There are rings. Yeah. They're really wispy and thin, but they are there. So yeah, I mean, he, I don't know about him. He, he, I like it. He scares me in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the method that, became standard for Project Stargate was developed by Ingo Swan at the Stanford mm -hmm. Research Institute, the SRI. The Ingo Swan method, quote unquote, forced subjects to slow down and not make inferential leaps when they started to receive information on a target. He knew targets weren't received in an instant flash, but rather through a slow trickle of information. Basically, he realized that during a successful um, remote viewing session, one subconsciously taps into a greater shared system of consciousness, a universal consciousness. So he would teach subjects not to be psychic, but rather to prevent their analytical mind from interfering um, right. with a vision in order to prevent false positives. Viewers right. were taught to write down everything that comes to mind, no matter how bizarre or abstract, and to never jump to conclusions. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, so he basically says you can tap in, tap into like a like consciousness is a river that's flowing. The Professor X, right? Uh, and then you like kind of basically open yourself thing. up to be a receptor. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that, then like whatever you want is possible, sort of. Holy shit! Do you think that's how Professor X got his got created? Ooh. Maybe, Ooh. or at least his silly it's... goofy helmet. <sighs> I love him. So I know his helmet's goofy. I love X Men. They're the best. Rolling back really quickly, this has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. It has to do with X-Men. Why mm. were the X-Men not in the Avengers? Are they in a different world? Did we talk because about Because when... Um, they in a different parallel They universe? closed the deal with Fox. It wasn't in time. They had already finished filming Avengers. But they're the same bad guy. Boop, boop. Okay. Fox owned the rights to the characters and then uh, Disney bought them back. So now um, they can have X-Men... And Fantastic Four. Barf. And... Fartastic Four is stupid, and they're dumb, and I hate them. I don't like them either. Um, but, yeah, X-Men's now on the table. Okay, I'm so they just conveniently don't exist in the Avengers universe. Yeah, that's the why they're, universe. um... That's why there's two, um, Quicksilvers. 
There's um, oh, yeah. Evan Peters Quicksilver, and then there's the other one from Avengers who like died, and then it's just Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like that. Yeah, it's because they knew that Evan Peters, I think, was better, so they dumped theirs. Evan Peters was so the awesome. Best. Oh, I, I think that. he was like the best part of that entire movie. People loved like, it. It was really cool. It was neat visually. Like him, it was so cool. Like watching I could that. literally watch just this scene and turn off the rest of the movie for me. Nice. Okay, sorry. Going back. Uh. Um, so what's creepy though about all of this Ingo Swan stuff <laughs> is that um, <laughs> is that the program and the CIA they had to acknowledge that he had statistically significant like results. Yep. They even uh, hired somebody, if I remember correctly, who was like at the time like the highest rung of the statistical world she was like the president and like whatever dean i don't know she was like the highest of the highest and they had her come in um, during a court case and to prove if this was valid Mm -hmm. and she said that it is there statistically speaking that there is evidence to prove that this is real yeah she was like a hyper skeptic the problem is this program it did close in 95 but a lot of people were like Oh, it closed because it was garbage. But there were a lot of successful attempts, and the the people that closed it down, and Wikipedia and everybody still loves to hate on it, and they love to say that oh well, they falsified a lot of information. And it's like, well, the CIA has released all the records, so you can read them yourself. Yeah, so it's crazy. We talked about it once before, like the grape experiment, where he like drew the pictures of grapes that were, like, in another, mm-hmm. like, locked-down room yeah. that he, no one knew. He didn't know, Yeah, he like, just, like, drew a bunch of bubbles, and then he was, mm-hmm. like, the same amount. circles. <laughs> yeah, and That's it great. looks, it's weird. I think, also, he was irritated by how much time they wasted of his on stupid stuff, mm-hmm. and he told them eventually, like, I'm giving you an ultimatum. Like, you either, like, use me to, like, really prove that I can do this or I'm out because this is wasting my time drawing crepes. Yeah. So there were three different kinds of remote viewings that they call there. So there's coordinate remote viewing, which is CRV, the original SRI developed technique in which viewers were asked to what they saw at specific geographic coordinates, extended remote viewing, which is a hybrid relaxation slash meditative based method. And then there was the written remote viewing, which was a hybrid of both channeling and automatic writing was introduced in 1988, though it proved to be controversial, and it was regarded as less reliable. But by 95, the program, it says, had conducted several hundred several hundred intelligence collection projects involving thousands of remote viewing sessions. So they were busy. It's not like they were just trying it one or two times. Um, notable successes, they were said to be, uh, quote, Eight martini results, so-called because the remote viewing data was so mind-boggling that everyone had to go out and drink eight martinis to recover. <laughs> so um, I had a few awesome. sessions to, or a few little blurbs to you, say you about did that. These, you had a few uh, self-sessions you did? Yeah, I totally did it. Is it Jupiter? <laughs> <laughs> I saw into so the future that actually there. Pluto's going to be a planet again because he should be. Poor little guy. <laughs> oh, it's a he. It's a little, it's a little guy. Little dude. <laughs> Little LD. <laughs> so I can give you these little random tests that they did that were successful, or you had some stories to share. Um, I mean, there was a couple. There was one where it's um 
called the Navajo Necklace. You probably read it. Mm. It said, among the notes included in the Stargate documents are several records of remote viewing sessions, and one such session involves viewing an old Navajo necklace. Subject 52 was given some simple cues and geographical coordinates to begin with, with the goal being to see if 52 could describe a necklace that was stored there. The scene the subject described went far beyond the necklace, going so far as to see the craftsman who forged the chain and moment of its creation. Yuck. I don't like that. It's weird. It's creepy. This one I didn't read. It says, uh, uh, <laughs> aliens in Alaska, humans on what? Titan. What? What? Sounds like a what? sweet rap song. It sounds like a really um, fun book. I want to read it. <laughs> Um, another set of documents reveals the accounts of a subject who was sent on remote viewings of two places on Earth and also Titan, one of Saturn's moons. The subject observed a base on Titan's surface with creatures that were astonishingly human operating it. The base had two healthy young males at a control panel. That sounds weirdly. Why did they know that it was healthy young? Mm. Okay, supervised by. That feels weird. I feel like they'd be too cold. Supervised by a very attractive female. Stop. (laughs) The subject also reported another viewing where he or she saw yet another structure near Mount Hayes, Alaska, with two alien entities. Inside was a human-looking technician who seemed friendly. The third okay. and last viewing in this document recalls a site somewhere in Africa or South America manned by some kind of inhuman robot and a pale, hairless humanoid. Hairless humanoid? That just makes me think of, like, those poor bye, hairless bye. animals that should have hairs, and they don't. So just, like, a creepy little... I don't know. Like one of those hairless cats. I still like the hairless cats, so I think they're funny. That's creepy. There's more about some other remote viewer who... I don't know. I don't like these. Like, I don't like... This is probably where they They got pyramids on Mars. It's where they did the Kurt Russell movie. They probably based it after this guy. (laughs) That shit's not on Mars, dude. That's on the other side of the galaxy. Get it right. Mars happens in, like, what's it called? Um... Total Recall. Yeah, but they probably stole it from this because they're saying that during one of his remote viewing sessions, he sealed an envelope, whatever, for this guy to focus on. Unbeknownst to either of them, the coordinates were time-space coordinates for the planet Mars 1 million BCE. Joe was able to see a giant sandy pyramid and vast storms (laughs) in the sky. This sounds just like Stargate. Seemingly from some kind of geologic... um, a catastrophe going back further in time before the catastrophe the pyramid was shiver- shimmering metal populated by a tall slender race of people who claim they are doomed to die unless they can find another world to live on wait 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 what did does it doesn't say what year that this happened this no that he remote viewed uh-huh. this i don't if during the during it i don't know okay when. because i just need to say start project stargate Ended in 1995. The movie Stargate came out in 1994. So he could have been inspired by the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was later revealed that the coordinates Joe focused on were Sidonia region of Mars, where curiously enough is a giant mountain that resembles a pyramid. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) I don't like Barb. I'm going to read to you just a couple of intelligence collection projects that were some of those eight martini results okay i have a bunch but i'm only gonna read a couple let's see 
A remote viewer was tasked to locate a Soviet Tu-95 bomber which had crashed somewhere in Africa, which he allegedly did within several miles of the actual wreckage. I remember this. I think we talked about this once. Maybe. And um, what president was it? Reagan? He admitted to that it was real later? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That I remember. one freaks me out. Oh, he's like, oh, yeah, because someone, like, asked him randomly, some, like, probably conspiracy theorist person who was like, yo, bro, mm-hmm. that shit happened. That was and he was like, that shit happened. And they didn't tell him about it. He didn't know what was going on when he was president. They were conducting these um, experiments, and he found out later. That's and so crazy. validated it. <sighs> and they sent, like, military there, and it was there. And they'd been searching for it for a while. Yeah. See, maybe they closed it down too early. Or maybe they I didn't close happening. it down at all. They just said they did. That, that stuff is not closed. That's so creepy. No way. Not if that happened. No, I know. I, I'm not convinced. Um, let's see. It's going. One assignment included uh, locating cabinet... Ca- oh, my God. I'm Cabinet? Kidnapped <laughs> B.G. James L. Dozier. Jesus, could you have oh, a Lord. less complicated name, please? Ugh, that's um, why they got kidnapped. I know. They're like, we're kidnapping you to annoying. change your name for you because it's the worst. Uh, <laughs> so this guy had been kidnapped by the Red Brigades in Italy in 1981. He was freed by Italian police after 42 days, apparently without help from the psychics. Oh, wait, that wasn't what I wanted to read. <laughs> Why did that one get included? Debunked. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that why that one get included? Oh, it's my favorite one. I know that one earns a shame. Shame. <laughs> oh. Repentance. God damn it! This one I liked because it made because it had names that made me laugh. In January 1989, the Department of Defense was said to have asked about a Libyan chemical weapons work. A remote viewer reported that a ship named either Patua or Potua would sail from Tripoli to transport chemicals to an eastern Libyan port. Reportedly, a ship named Batato Majestic potato. Potato, either potato or potua, but potato, loaded an undetermined cargo in Tripoli and brought to an eastern Libyan port. So he was almost there? Peas? Bees? Maybe he just gets confused. (laughs) (laughs) Potato, potato, you know. I don't know. I like it. Apparently, there are really successful ones, but I managed to find all the really just ho-hum ones, so I'm done talking about them. (laughs) (laughs) And the joke. (coughs) Uh, More wine. Okay. (laughs) I drank my drink. It's bye-bye. Well, I'm enjoying mine slowly. Mm, Mm -hmm. Boo. You don't have a better one than that one? Let me see. Um, Okay. Another one of the more recognized and successful students of Project Stargate was Joseph McMoneagle. Oh, is this the Mars guy? Mm. Maybe you have more information then. In 1981, McMoneagle, I hate his name, viewed... Oh, see? This is before Stargate. Viewed a clandestine Soviet shipyard where Russians were constructing a new type of submarine bigger and more advanced than anything in the United States arsenal. 
He viewed the hull being put together with a novel technique never before built in such a way. When he described the hull being put together in two pieces, marine engineers laughed and wrote off his visions as nonsense, but eventually intelligence confirmed his revelations and the existence of the Russians' Akula submarine, a behemoth capable of carrying up to 200 nuclear warheads. The dis- discovery mm-hmm. confirmed that Russia was ahead of the Cold War, ahead in the Cold War arms race. So, mm-hmm. can't write them all off. Either that or he was, you know, a double Russian. agent. <laughs> <laughs> They've done tests um, on people who are in front of a screen and they are flashing up pictures that are like, going to give you like a good reaction, a bad mm-hmm. reaction. And um, when they film people's eyes close up, your eye responds before the picture properly to the stimulus. What? And they've proved it, like, um, multiple times. So what does that mean? Like, people are precognitive, and we just don't know how to tap into it. But, like, we do on a very, very, very small amount. Mm. So, like, that's where, like, a statistic comes in where it's like, yeah, it's like a millisecond, but it's accurate. And how, why is it happening? It's creepy. Hmm. The guy who's, like, um, in the United States, like, heading, like, this whole realm of whatever, precog, mm-hmm. he, uh, I don't know where he's from, but he now lives in Petaluma. Uh, hi, go bother him. I know, I want to. Um, uh, why am I, f- I'm blanking on his name. Raiden, I think is his last name. Oh, boy. Or, yeah, uh, I, I, he does some crazy shit. But I'm like really into it. Hmm. <laughs> it's spooky. I like it. I do too. Hmm. Okay. Well, sadly, supposedly it closed down in '95, but as of 2017, the records are online. The CIA published them, so or you can look mm-hmm. for them. Just literally Google Project Stargate, and I'm yeah looking at them right now. And actually, what's funny is that the one that I'm looking at is just like it doesn't even look so much like a real file of anything inform like informative like it just looks like a big file of files no of just like (laughs) of of headings oh okay like a cover page yeah it looks like just like a bunch of cover pages and then there's no actual paperwork in there but i didn't click on all the files it's probably so ridiculous i have a book with like um the good pieces in it like, pictures of it mm. from, like, these different projects um, within the project. <laughs> oh. Ew, no. <laughs> the Inception project. <laughs> I love this stuff. It makes me happy. Oh, I think it's really interesting. And a lot of my information actually came from the... <laughs> what is this called? The federation of american scientists which is a it's science-based analysis of solutions to protect against catastrophic threats to national international security so it's an organization that i don't know it might be kind of silly but i think it's interesting mm-hmm. there's some really smart people who like are dedicating their lives to this right now like they're not joking phd around. like neuroscientists and there's dumb people who like want to negate it but it's like why i mean is it that weird to think there's like a stream of consciousness that we can all tap into i don't really think so why would that be weird maybe we're like a giant tapeworm they're able to genetically um take on knowledge from like their 
other like if you cut off okay so like you send like a certain kind of like flatworm i think it's a flatworm you send like a flatworm through like a maze and then you chop it up and then each of its little individual pieces will find its way exactly through the maze yeah i forgot what that's called genetic um doo-doo blah blah blah. memory genetic memory is that what it is maybe that's what it is maybe that's what we have maybe that's what we are linked into I don't know. Maybe I think we're so. like a giant flatworm, but we're just, we just reproduce in a different way. Because we all. I'm not a flatworm. Roughly. I'm not saying like Adam and Eve started like that, but I just mean like we're all part of the same thing. We're all flatworms, guys. We're all flatworms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh Whatever. God. Anyway, I wanted to go back to Farsight Institute. Please. Which is. You really need to look at this website. I'll look at that while watching Stargate. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Because I'm cool. (laughs) They are using remote viewing. I have to read this to you because you're never going to be able to click on it because it has scary images and you won't like Mm. it. But they are using remote viewing for the Roswell crash. Ooh. Yeah. And they think they made a movie about it. Yep. They made a video. So... Punky is snoring so loud. Oh, I can't even hear him right now, so it's, it's fine. so sweet. So their website says, For the first time ever, three of the most talented remote viewers on the planet, all with track records in public scientific experiments and remote viewing, have come together to answer the questions of what happened on that fateful day. Working alone and under totally blind conditions, these remote viewers produce now new eyewitness accounts of the crash, both from the inside and outside of the spacecraft. Then... The remote viewers travel back in time to describe the origins of the craft, who flew it, and who built it. And there is more, much more. So mm. it's a three-hour cinematic mm. experiment experience. Jesus, so. guys. They're like, oh, we could probably cut. No, we can't cut that out. It's good. It's good. <laughs> leave it in. So leave it in. apparently there are explicit descriptions of the riveting details of that tragic moment when two galactic civilizations collided in the New Mexico desert. So, yeah, they have On Demand on Vimeo, and then you can also purchase the DVDs. Part one, The Crash, and part two, Origins. Ooh. Mm -hmm. X-Men Origins? (laughs) I'll just watch that. I I think I'm going to have to watch (laughs) that. It's in the mail. (laughs) Yeah. But they have... (laughs) They have um, different remote viewings for secret Apollo moon missions, uh, Moses Beyond Exodus, War in Heaven. I can never say this. Tunguska. Is that, did I say that right? Sure. Area 51. Yeah. Um, Adolf <laughs> Hitler, the JFK assassination, the Phoenix Lights, Aliens on Iapetus. What's that? Don't like it. I don't like the name. <laughs> Where is that? Iapetus? I-A-P-E-T-U-S. Am I saying that wrong? Iapetus. <laughs> poot poot. Oh, it's the moon of Saturn. <laughs> um, And then Cydonia Mars. So that thing. And then there's also 9-11, Martin Luther King, Atlantis. How many people make up this group? I don't know. Do you have to pay to be a member? You can subscribe to their free newsletter. I want to join. Okay. I, th- I want to be it. I think you need to practice. No. They do offer instruction. Okay. I want to learn how to read auras. That's they have get video in. lessons that are free. <gasps> oh, boy. Sweet. Free's good. Oh, man. I we like We should free. do those. All right. Wow. You can get a textbook. Nope. There's a bunch of printed material. Oh, that's way too much. Books are expensive. We can do it. Let's get drunk and do this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our channels will be open. I know. It's totally true. Especially with my mm-hmm. new delicious rum drink. 
Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love rum so much. I didn't love rum as much as I do now. It's a good time. I had a really good cocktail that had St. Germain in it, and I really liked it. It was like drinking flowers. St. Germain <laughs> can be good in small doses. If they really go Yeah, bananas, it was the cutest it's like, little, like, Great Gatsby style cup. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, let's go, boys. <laughs> oh, my God. I was God. a gay guy in Gatsby. That's a pretty horrible Gatsby, but I'll, I'll let you just have that one. No, no. I was being Gatsby's gay friend. Uh, okay. Then, yes. Approve. approve. I was like, <laughs> that's <Spot> awful. <laughs> Ooh, they're on Facebook and Twitter, but they're not uh, They're not on Instagram. Uh, I guess we can follow them on Facebook. That'll be our one person we're following. I know. Oh my God. Are we following anyone? A couple people. Okay. Make Ooh. it three. We should follow Old them sport. on Twitter. I know nothing about Twitter. I gotta figure out Twitter. I feel like I need to watch know. a video on that. Maybe if we open up our awareness, we can get good at Twitter. <laughs> I'm gonna follow them. Okay. Nightgeist is now following the Farsight Institute. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> That's them saying it to us. In my mind. <laughs> Well, I don't have anything else to add other than I think that it is not closed and that like not closed. I think that okay, officially it's closed, obviously. However, it's not closed. That's baloney. It's so wide open. Mm-hmm. It's about as open. Don't say it. I don't know what you're gonna say, but don't say it. I won't. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like where I you're going. Oh my mic fell off. <laughs> Oh, no. It's about as wide open as my mic. Okay, good. That's fine. That's acceptable. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to text you things that are wide open later. Don't do that. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think it's real. I think it's It's real. It's so real. It's happening. They're tapping into this right now. I'm sure they're still using it somehow. Mm Mm-hmm. It's totally going on. And probably other things on other planets are doing it to us right now. Oh. Wide open. Did you say wide open? I hate you. You're the worst. Shame. Mm. Let it rain down upon me. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Well, that's it for for me. Is that it for yep. you? Okay. Yep. Now cool. I'm finish the movie. Awesome. Uh, apologies for Talk the late hair. for releasing this late because we had to record it later than usual due to Memorial Day and barbecues and Bobby being the worst. That's <laughs> getting. I love you. Me. Mm-hmm. Fire pit outside is the best. Thing yeah, ever. that actually kind of wins. Uh, I can't wait to hear. We will sit there and eat marshmallows. Oh my god. And open up our minds. Oh, <laughs> I feel like sitting by a fire would be a really good place to quietly, you know, remote view. Stop. God. Can <laughs> <laughs> I make a cocktail called that? The wide open? drink it when i go on my birding adventure and it can go like cohen it can be like the sister drink to the gaping hole drink whatever that one Ooh, is yeah <laughs> make a flight out of that <laughs> oh my gosh 
Well, listeners, if you come up with other horrible drink names, send us a message. We'd love to hear about it. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. Just search for Night Guys Podcast. Or you can send us an email at nightguyspod at gmail.com. Or give us a call. Call us. Call us. Yeah, Erica really misses our voicemails. People, get on that. It takes seconds. We're available at 707-200-3898. That is a U.S. number, so you have to dial 1 or 001. I don't know what the hell the, the code you is. dial things. Dial stuff. Figure it out. You've got you the You know internet. what to do. Yeah. And visit us on our Patreon because... I think we're going to drag our husbands in for our next Patreon episode. Yeah, and now I'm thinking we need to do, like, some weird video slash maybe live feed of us trying to remote view. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say of our, <laughs> our husbands joining us. That should definitely happen. I think we should just record oh, that. That was a shit show last time for me. Yeah, with all of your dogs. Vita unplugged the monitors. <laughs> what is that? I don't know, but you got to put some like chicken wire back there or something. <laughs> She'll find a way. <laughs> we had a piece of metal in the backyard. Okay, that was, um, we're not using it anymore. It was on top of a barn we had. And we just laid it on the ground. It's like 10 feet long or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh... There was like five feet to the left of it of just grass, but she would have had to have slightly gone around. Oh no. Vita walked over it, slid around like she was on ice, and then made it over. <laughs> Poor baby. <laughs> Why do you go this way? Uh, Vita's super parkour. She's really <laughs> clumsy and sweet, and it's so cute. She's the oldest member of the parkour community. <laughs> and it's the best i love her she has ears that look like she can fly away she is dumbo but i think way cuter i think she's just like the cutest thing in the whole wide world she is you should share a picture of her on our story gotta love a costa rican puppy i know quickly tell the story vita's from costa rica (laughs) and it's cost a million dollars to fly her here she's the best puppy ever she's probably like 12 or 13 we got her like Almost three years ago, we were on our honeymoon in uh, Costa Rica, and we found her, and she was a stray and covered in fleas and cancer in her eye, 30 infected teeth, but we got her here. And living in the sand, living a hole in the sand. On the beach in Puerto Viejo, little teeny tiny Rasta beach town in Costa Rica. That's so crazy. And we said, nope, you're coming back. We love her. She's the best. <laughs> so she runs in everything and unplugs everything. <laughs> but, but she loves your baby. She does. And she has to be as close to you as possible at all times. I love it. And she sheds more than any animal in the whole wide world. In the whole world. I vacuum almost, I vacuum every two days and I fill up the thing. <laughs> <laughs> every two days. <laughs> It's insane. And yes, I've tried ferminating her. Does it doesn't nothing. do anything. I don't know how, because I take a buttload of hair out. Go like, wide you should open be bald. Poor baby. <laughs> Does nothing. Does nothing. Well, Erica should share a picture of her doggy Vita. Be looking at our, our social media for that. And check us out on Friday when we release our Tiny Guys via Patreon. Check out our Patreon. It's really fun. Do it. We're putting a lot of thought and effort in. And I'm designing a special sticker for this. Our sticker is awesome. We're looking at who to get it printed through. And I think we might have a couple things, places that we might try or pick one. So we're close. We just got to add fun color to it. 
Yeah, I gotta just make a vector of it, which is really fun. Yay! I love Illustrator. It's so great. Especially yeah. when you don't know what you're doing. It's super cool. <laughs> it's really fun. If anyone knows how to use Illustrator, please contact us, please. Okay. <laughs> you can get a free sticker. I'll even give you a free t-shirt and, and a koozie. You get a free month of Patreon. Yeah, I will pay your Patreon. I'll pay the good <laughs> Patreon one if you just help me, please. I really hate this a lot. I already have the initial drawing down. I just need help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Liana out. <laughs> okay, no, but really, though. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye, bye. 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 <laughs>